Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback Four on the LFC Day Trippers. I'm the host tonight, Keith, as Gav is having a well-earned break. Um, the hardest working man in rock and roll. He gets a break every now and then, and I think he timed it well because I think between the three of us, we're all reaching the end of our tether with these red shites, and we're going to lay into them tonight after another stinker. I'm usually very positive. I'm going to be a little bit positive. I'm only messing. But uh, I'm the host, as I said, Keith. I'm joined tonight by Emma and by Sean. Lads, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, love it. I, I think that's yeah. <laughs> I think we're all I think we're all in that boat. We're all in that boat. So before we get started, lads, before we get started, this show, as you might have heard in the intro there, it's it's brought to you by bookmakers.com. Um bookmakers.com. If you gamble, have a look at them, gamble responsibly. Um we, we don't encourage, you know, if you don't gamble, don't do it. But their their website is a lot more than just betting. It's actually a lot of uh, good statistical stuff, good information. Have a look, get on there. They do shows as well. Gav is doing a show with them as well every week. Um, get on and give them a follow. Great lads over there, and we're delighted to be uh, teaming up with them for the the rest of the season. So give them a look and um, see what you think of them. And as I say, if you're not a gambler, that's fine. But over you've a lot of other stuff there that that doesn't involve um doesn't involve betting. Um, Shawnee. Liverpool, Wolves, we're still in the FA Cup. What do you make of yesterday? No, do you know, I won't get, we won't go there yet. We'll, we'll start off. The team news came out. What did you make of the team when it came out? There's, like, there's not much they can do at the moment with, with injuries. So I think just like the car group starting all the time. I'm surprised you didn't play Keller, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I expected them to see him in there, but um, there's not much he can do in the way it changes at the moment. Uh, I thought Gakpo would start based on what he'd said. So, yeah, pretty much 
the same eleven that I thought he'd go with because there hasn't been much chopping and changing this season. Um and I can understand why because when you're looking at the bench mouth weeks now, there's, there's not really a lot uh, on there, apart from a couple of uh, a couple of talented youngsters who are coming through the likes of Ben Doak and Bajetji. But like, yeah, I'd, I'd, to be honest with you, Keith, like, I, I I'm not, and I'm not being funny. Like, people might say, "What are you doing, wasting your time?" Then talking an hour and a half on a Sunday, but this, like. I don't. I, it's a good, be a good question if you ask me, but I'd be the type of poker who'll be refreshing. Me phone at five fifty nine. I said, but an hour waiting for the, the team to come out. But can't be fucking asked. Like, yeah, it, it's just it gets worse. And I was what I was, was at a funeral yesterday watching that game, and I was just like, it can it, can it get any worse? Do I really give a bollocks? Like. <laughs> I, thought I was delighted for Darwin, but I'm thinking to myself, do I really give up Alex? Because it just looks like to me whatever it is and whatever energy and hours that be I doing nothing to rectify this really. And that might seem a little bit more that same might seem like extreme, but I don't know. It's just there's been so many performances this season, like last night. Um uh, it's just kind of dejection, sort of like there's no, this isn't what I associate with Jorgen Klopp's Liverpool since he came in, even at the start. Look, we've had seasons where there was plenty of injuries and stuff, and we do have injuries, no doubt about it, but it does look like, if I'm being honest, the end of the road uh, for Liverpool as we know it. And when you want to be a top team who challenge year in year out you kind of need to just keep a tip and all way you'd never really need major surgery you just need to keep an adding and then subtracting when you can and just being smart but to me like this team now looks to me like it needs major investment um major investment because i think it's unfair on the players who have done so much for this club i'm looking at that three man squad and obviously there's been a couple of few a few lads who've come in like Darwin and, and Gakbo and, and Jota but from them aside looking at you know, none of them really owes anything to be honest with you they, they've done so much in um, in a Liverpool short day that I'm eternally grateful for but they need fucking help they're not physically able I think emotionally as well, they look a little bit exhausted as well. The only one who's kind of been at it the last couple of weeks, um, it's been Trent. I think I think that the, you could say we are looking at him going, yeah, he looks like he's performing at um the usual levels. But fuck me, we're gonna get into the game. But my God, like it's just Liverpool are a tough watch at the moment. Um, they really are. It, it's. It's a bit of a fucking chore. And that might sound, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit sort of entitled or whatever, but it is. It's a bit of a fucking chore. I've come used to it yeah. operating at a high level and you can take dropping points here and losing games there. You can take it, but just when there's no like go or a fight in them. No effort. Yeah, no effort. You're kind of like, oh, what the fuck? Like, why am I bothered here? 
Um, and that's just how I feel. Or dejection would be one word I'd use. Yeah. I'd, I'd be the I'd be the same. We, we talked in WhatsApp groups and Telegrams about what the lineup might be, and I honest I didn't think he'd go as, as strong as he did. If I'm being perfectly honest, I thought he would maybe have a, a Simakas in, or I didn't think he'd have the three in midfield in. Um, I, I thought he would start Gakpo. Um, I had a feeling that Phillips might even start, given that uh, Van Dijk is injured and he'd want to maybe protect the three that we actually have. And maybe even a Gomez instead of a, a Phillips. Uh, but I didn't think he'd go Matip and Kanate. Um, and then when, when the team is released, you kind of think, oh, hang on, we're actually we're actually probably going to go for this. And then the match starts and they went for it twice and they scored twice. <laughs> and that's the only times that they ever really went for it during the game. And I know we're going to get into the game. Um, but I agree with what, what Sean is saying there, that they, they don't owe us anything, but they owe us to try and sometimes, and we've been talking about this now for the last six or seven months, like the minimum ex- expectation is to try. And sometimes it looks like some of them aren't actually trying. Um, whether that is down to tiredness or, I think Dylan says it there, if you're standing still, you're out of the race. Like, we're trying the same things over and over and over again with the same people over and over and over again. And, um, We've gone back to being Liverpool like we were before Club show up for the big games. And there's two games that we probably showed up for this season. Man City in the Charity Shield, the Community Shield, Man City in the league. And we looked unbelievable. And we've not looked anywhere near that in any of the other games. Um, it's, uh, it's draining. When, when we came on before we went live, it was like... There was about three words said between the three of us. It was just like, um, but um, yeah, look, we'll get into the game, but uh, it, it is, it's it's disappointing. Kind of ruins our weekend. It, it does, at least it was a Saturday night, it wasn't a Friday or a Saturday morning this time. But look, all joking aside, similar to you as I well, similar to you, Emma, I was sort of expecting maybe one or two changes. Think of maybe the likes of Gomez and, and, um, Maybe I didn't. I wasn't expecting Gakpo to start, even though the comments were leading towards that. I thought he might have brought him in, but when I seen the team, I was looking at it and I'm like, right, it's fairly strong. The midfield is solid. They're solid professionals. They know what they're doing. I expect a certain level out of this, and then the rest of the team is strong. Um, Sean, you touched on um Kelleher not getting a game. It, to me, it looks like he's done. He's he's dusted now at Liverpool. Um, yeah, he's gone. He won't get another game. He's, he's gone. He's getting sold in the summer. So we're, he we're won't play for unless Allison gets injured. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and it's it's sad. Do you know what I mean? But he's twenty four years old, and the 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 talking seems to be that he needs to play regular football. And the fact that he's not getting these FA Cup games. I can't see him featuring again, and, and it's a shame because he's been excellent for us. Um, but Allison gets the start, strong back four. I agree with Sean. I think Trent has looked good over the last few weeks. Um, Robertson, Kanate, Matip, you expect a certain level of solidity there. The midfield, as I touched on, you expect a certain level of, I'd say, effort out of that midfield, whether they have the legs or not. I expect a little bit of a bit of effort and then the front three looked strong we don't know Gakpo's an unknown unknown quantity but you're looking at that team and you're thinking right there's enough there and then you look at the Wolves team and they're 
resting players and you're thinking right a home game against Wolves cup cup game eight o'clock Saturday night at Anfield let's do it and uh just never got going and never got going so we get into the match lads and it starts off and and you know Liverpool were good at the start and and they're trying to you know go out Wolves and make things happen but there was a warning sign early when was it uh, Matip plays a loosey-goosey off um Gwedesh and they're nearly getting in and Wolves are just pressing and, and it was a sign of sloppiness from Liverpool and I'm like Jesus the, if anything you want to see them not obviously not doing that but you want them to be on it and to be trying to walk and pay attention to it but we started off sloppy and Alisson didn't look too great at the start so Sean you're going to come to you like first things first Alisson what do we make of that? Twenty six minutes. Do you know what I've noticed? Like, because I'm I'm a sucker for it, so I do watch games back regardless of results. Because I think yeah. when you're watching games in the in the heat of it, you kind of you can be lost kind of in yeah. the motion. But if you look at the Brentford game, um, even the Villa game, look at the goals you've conceded of like. We're literally getting two or three chances to clear that alliance, and we're not doing it. And it's kind of it's fucking Keystone Cop stuff at the back where it's just pure panic. And if you look at the goal, the ball drops, we go to clear it, it just gets sliced, ball back into midfield, go to clear it again, gets sliced, and then it eventually gets rolled back to Allison. And we literally find a new way every week to go one nil down. Like we would literally be better off starting like at the the force whistle going around. You know what? We can play an AC Wolves are one nil up. Starting games one nil up or down even. We'd be better off. Now that can happen to any goalkeeper. It can. Allison is near infallible for me. He's been brilliant, but that can just happen. But again, shooting ourselves in the foot for the fucking umpteen time this season. Like, it's ridiculous. You can't keep going behind in games and expecting to be getting results because it's not going to work. We've got off the hook way too many fucking times this season. New look at the games we even won. They were 50-50s. You know what I mean? We had the bottle. That just there seems to be a mentality issue there at the moment. And I don't know whether it's exhaustion or whatever, but they just don't seem ready to cope with any particular pressure. We don't impose our game on teams anymore. And you've seen that. Teams now now have a little go here, they might wobble. Get in front here and you have a big fucking chance. Oh, it's frustrating. I kind of just laughed because you're literally finding ways to go behind in games now. We're doing it every week. We're doing it almost every other week. And we have been. And you know what, Keith? This isn't, this isn't something that's exclusive to this season. If you actually look at the back end of last year, yeah. We've done that an awful lot in games as well. We found ways to go behind. Um, I think it was Southampton away last year in the league. we done it. Villa away as well last year in the league. we done it. Villa Real when we were 2-0 up. So it, this is kind of something that's been creeping in for, for some time now. Um, it, it looks like it's a terminal problem now that needs to be addressed. And I think... That lies both on the management and the players' shoulders. Um, you can sign whoever you fucking want, but 
if the back four are gonna keep giving up bleeding gifts like that, you may as well forget about it. It's fucking it, it's roughest toast. And like I said, it's just it's it's shite to have to sit through because it's it's not what we've become accustomed to under club. It's the complete antithesis, actually. There's no calm, no structure, just panic. And then we're just relying on moments of brilliance to get us out of our hole. And that was the story as well again yesterday. And um, I'll tell you what, we got on to that as well, but like, I don't know what the fuck the officials are doing in, in, in England, but yeah. Oh, oh. I see. I couldn't hear the commentary, so I couldn't see why the goal was this loud yesterday. But fuck me, I was thinking, what the fuck's going on here? It's 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 rotten, and people are gonna probably dig me out for this. I would have rather them go through and play another poxy replay. Yeah, so whatever it's being played because we don't have the bodies now to be playing two games a week, and this has started the break we have up until the Champions League is back. Um. I don't know. It's fucking. It's brutal again. Going one nil down again. It's just fucking groundhog day. Well, our, our games, our games seem to follow. Like if if you look at back at our games, our games are we'll dominate for the first 15, 20 minutes. We'll have chances. We won't take our chances. They'll kind of get into the game. They'll cause a bit of turmoil in in our back four, and they go one nil up. That's that's basically the pattern that it goes. I'm I'm the same. I would have look. I think I'm, I'm I'm more annoyed for the if we had a played well and lost, or if we had a played well and drew, you wouldn't be that bothered. I I I'd be similar to Shani. I I nearly would have preferred to go to go out uh, than have to go and do it again because if last night was tough, Molly was gonna be ten times harder. <laughs> um, and if we don't have anybody back or if we don't bring in anybody new, it's just gonna be more of the same. Um, but um. I'm more annoyed with how the game went rather than the actual score, rather than the fact that we have to play them again. And it just it just seems to be, I don't know whether we're trying, are we trying to play a different way? Because if we are trying to play a different way, it's clearly not working. And we're now in January and surely it's as plain as the nose on your face that whatever we're trying to do differently isn't actually working. So you, you need to change. Um, but um, yeah, it's just... I, I don't even know where to change it. So we're, we're talking about transfers and stuff like that. And let's say you do bring somebody in. It's an awful lot of pressure to put on one person coming in to say that you have to change around the way this team is playing. 100%. Yeah, and we'll come, I want to come on to that in a while, actually. I have a, a little route down about how we think, not how we think, what, what you think can happen about fixing it, whether it's internal, you know, on the pitch, new recruitment, things like that. I want to come on to that in a few minutes. Um, meme creator sent in a super chat. Thank you very much. Um, I'm certain that teams aren't even coached to play against us anymore. High line with a shot midfield. They just see space and they exploit. And it, it must be, we, it must be the easiest team to play against because I think you've touched on it there. You know, you, Emmett said, you, you play, you start well, you create a bit of pressure. And all of a sudden, as Shawnee said, you're shooting yourself in the foot and you're gifting a goal to the opposition. And to go one nil behind, when we were a high-tempo pressing team that were snapping at the heels, going one nil behind never bothered me because I always felt the team has fight, had they were the best in the world, in my opinion, at fighting and trying to get that back and pressing and not letting the one nil. The year we won the league, Champions League and things like that, a one nil down, I was always confident that he'd overcome it. Now, 
one nil down and it's always shooting ourselves like Alison Alison is the best keeper in the world for me you know a, a, a kick like that doesn't change any of that at all in my opinion um but again it's another case of of gifting the opposition a goal and you know Wolves didn't didn't play on that in my opinion I don't think Guedes even though he, he pressed up on Matip just before as I touched on I don't think their plan was pressed them really high I think they just opportunist you know what I mean I think it's just a, a forward that's doing his job and seeing an opportun- opportunity and goes one nil one nil up and the game goes on then lads and and we get back into it in the first half right and this is a lovely goal for me and I'm not disrespecting Trent's thing in this, but I don't think Darwin's getting enough credit for this goal because all I'm seeing is Trent's pass, Trent's pass, Trent's pass. It's a wonderful ball into the box. If Kevin De Bruyne does it, everyone's talking about the pass. The finish by Nunes was brilliant. And, and it's the second one of those that he's done, was it? He scored, was against Southampton. Southampton yeah, yeah a, near, a near identical finish. Um, and, and it's like when he doesn't have time to think, Darwin, he's instinctively able to, to score a goal. And, and you see the glimpses of that. But we get back into it, and and the goal, uh, Sean, you, what do you make of the getting back? Were you confident once we got the goal back that, right, this is it? Or were you just same old, same old, to come back to me in 60 minutes or whatever when this is over? No, because <laughs> I, still, I still thought it was pretty much 50-50 because they were getting chances at Wales God yesterday. They were just playing right through us. I thought, um, not that the goal was against the one to play, I just thought, Good time, and I agree with you. It's a fucking brilliant finish from Nunes. I think Darwin's problems come from the moment is when he sort of has time to think. I think he's kind of yeah. overdoing it, but showed he has that quality. Um, a lot of people are hung up on Darwin, and I'd say that 95% of the fan base are behind him. Um, yeah. he's becoming a bit of a meme at the moment, which is just bad for him. He's easy to, easy to pile on, and there's a narrative surrounding him at the moment, which unfortunately for him. It's easy clicks. He's low-hanging fruit at the moment. But take everything out and look at his return. Um, yeah, he's missed a lot of big chances. But you're going to have to think with time, the percentage will improve on that. And more goals will start going in. His return is actually not that bad. Um, yeah, it's quite good. It's not one you'd consider of a flop anyway. No. Um, 10 and 23. And when you look yeah. at it, he's creating a lot of the chances yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, it runs in behind and, and he's making a yeah, lot Yeah, and it. I'd be more worried if Darwin wasn't affecting games at all. I, um, I wasn't getting chances. And it's pretty fucking clear he is. I think he's the only thing. This sounds actually funny because narratives outside would have you not believe this. But I actually think he's the only thing we have going for us at the moment. He's yeah. the only one who stretches team. He's the only one who causes opposition teams a little bit of hassle. The only one with any intensity. Is Darwin Nunes and and if he, he skirts on the borderline, yeah. you know. I just think, look, a little bit of time and a few of them going in, and you'll grow with confidence. And if you look around, there's not many of that team playing with confidence. They've all seemed to shrunk. Like even Kanate, Matip, Allison, they're making silly mistakes. And, and football is largely a psychological game as much as it is a technical and a physical game. And um, if you have players just aren't feeling like and not performing. It's kind of one of them things that can be. It's like anemic. It's like it affects everyone, yeah. um, and that seems to be the case now. And we got one all. I think we win a half time one all out. Me, so I'm thinking yeah. like, look, 
if you can just get a fuck of foot on the ball here and impose ourselves, we beat these because I think Wolves are second from bottom in the league, Eddie. Yeah. That's sure. Yeah. Let, let, let's be honest. Play the play. That's sure. We should be dispatching a makeshift Wolves team at home um, in the FA Cup. But again, second half kicks off and we don't impose ourselves at all. We just don't see any sustained pressure or attack. Now, we go tier one up, but Again, how is Salah off onside and your man offside? It just what a segue that is, Shawnee, because that's my next one, you know. And um Emmett will come to you on it. Like the second second half starts, as Shawnee says, we go two one in, but how can that be onside? Well, it's, how can, it's... without the without even this the wolves one yeah. that's this allowed. I'm looking at that and I'm sitting here with me, my wife, my kids, we're all watching it, and I'm saying it's offside, it's not gonna be given. Don't get excited. How's offside? He headed it, but I said there was the pass went fucking miles. He's in an offside position. The your man didn't head it back. He, he just went to put a head on it. He's, he's doing that because Salah is behind them. You know, like how was that? How was that goal given? I, I don't think that's the worst uh, example of that type of goal because I think they, did Mbappe get one in? I don't know whether it was the last World Cup or the Euros, and someone tried to slide the ball through them, and the defender slid. And literally scraped the end of his his studs. Oh, yeah. to Mbappe standing in the box and he scored. But <clears throat> I knew that it, I knew that it wasn't gonna well, you never really know with the way they're making decisions these days. But in terms of the letter of the law, I thought that it was onside. Since then, I've actually gone and looked, and Mike Dean should have referred it to the referee <clears throat> because it has to be an intentional attempt yeah. to play the ball, but it has to be a controlled contact on the ball and that wasn't a controlled contact. He, he and look if he's heading if salah isn't standing behind him he's not trying to head that ball yeah exactly. salah's not standing behind him he's probably allowing it run through to the goalkeeper and um, so it is look i i'm in agree with, with most people I, I think that probably needs to be changed um i was actually only speaking in a, in a whatsapp group about you may even see them go back to anybody being offside because you, you see now on on uh on uh, deep free kicks i think it's mcguire for united normally stands about three or four yards offside yeah it's it, it it's in it gets into the defenders heads that like do you know what i mean and it could end up in one of these where they they try and play it and lands at his feet and he scores ox has been doing it the last while for us Um, it's not it's the the rule is not not right, but they didn't impose it right last night. Yes, he made an attempt to play the ball, but it wasn't a controlled attempt to play the ball. So I can't remember where I said where I saw it, but they said in a situation like that where a player tries to play it, particularly with its head with their head, yeah. there's more likely of it being overturned because it's very hard to control a stretched attempt at a header. So I've seen your man me, Dale Johnson said that on yeah. Twitter. I don't know if that's who yeah. you've seen. You know, yeah, like that's probably it, yeah. all the VAR yeah. decisions. He yeah. was he was saying yeah. that. That must have, yeah, but he, I, it must have been him then. And he said that uh, Mike Dean should have referred it to the referee and referee then makes the call on it, not the, the, the VAR. But um, I knew that the rule was in place where if they make an attempt, but uh, it's a controlled attempt. I didn't yeah. know it had to be controlled. Sony Kang is saying it's basically because the defender goes for and plays the ball. But as we've said, Sean, he is not really like, he's, he's only going for that ball because Salah is behind him. He's not touching that, you know. if Yeah, but that would be, that would be some a part of the game where you've had to play football mm. to understand it. Yeah, and that's like that's the ref, the game being refed in a robotic way. Like he clearly, if Salah's not there, the centre has probably just letting the ball bounce through to the keeper. Yeah, do you know what I mean? 
doesn't matter. And if he doesn't make an attempt at that and gambles like we do with our highlight, we gamble an awful lot on a player, yeah. you know. So if he do, if he gambles and doesn't attempt to get that and it lands a solid feet, he's on side, he'd be absolutely lambasted. Yeah. So you it's, have to. It's nearly a reflex action to try and play the ball. It's another week where I hear far and how far these officials are just fucking shocking. Dude. They're absolutely brutal. Um, and we're not finished with them yet. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 look, yesterday was just another example of fucking how incompetent that they are. And then they'll have, like, yeah, man, on Sky Sports tomorrow, Dermot Gallagher fucking down gymnastics trying to justify yeah. this, this. It's absolutely mental. And it's mad, isn't it? Like, just a little, little to go off track a little bit. Like, you couldn't get a word out of these fuckers when they're reffing for 20, 15 years because they said it's not right to be talking about decisions in the infancy, infancy after it fucking happens. But, well, like, your man, uh, what's your man's name? Just be Peter on. Walton. Peter Walton's happy to take a few quid off BT yeah. to give his opinion. And, and Dan McGallagher now is the very same. But, again, that they're not even involved with referees anymore and they're still trying to justify this shit yeah. that, that they're coming up with. It's just... It, it's bonkers, really, to be honest with you. It was a bit of a farce yesterday. Yeah. Um, like, to come out and say that the reason that they can't give the Wolves his third goal is because they don't have enough TV angles. Like, are you fucking serious? I've watched inside Anfield. There must be a hundred cameras in the stadium for every different angle. Like, it's absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. And this would just be something we continue to talk about until the Fun end of it. Yeah, yeah, because the the problem is it's kind of an acceptance on the Premier League and FA's behalf that that's just the standard. It doesn't look like that they own anything to combat it. Um yeah. because they jump through hoops to sort of justify these decisions. Um Well they say but, that the semi automated uh VAR that they have in uh, the Champions League, um there's a camera on every single individual player or something like that, is what they say. Yeah. But we play in the Champions League. Could they not have used that system? I know it's 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 not, but could they not have used one of those cameras? It's like yeah. the Carabao Cup. Like, there's no far until the semi-final. Why? Yeah. Like, they, they, none of the other games count. But, but, I, I don't understand it. You'd have championship sides and all playing, but like, fucking hard can it be? It's clearly way more difficult than we can understand because if you're turning around the competition saying, I will put far in for semis. Why? The well, FA Cup is worse. Yeah, the what FA Cup have it in Premier League, but if you're playing in a, a League One and they don't have VAR, there's no VAR. Yeah, you know so what's the point? So are you trying yeah. to tell me then if fucking Preston ended up in the Carabao Cup semi-final, someone from Preston's going to have to be fitting a lot of cameras in the game <laughs> yeah. for the home play? Like, yeah, and Borton Albion. Borton Albion got there, didn't he, against City a few years correct. ago? Yeah, like... They were bleeding. It, it's fucking mad. It's Borton Albion spent that transfer budget on VAR. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cameras. You know, like, it's just, I don't get it. It's ridiculous. The, the more the game goes on, the less I understand it when it should literally be the contrary. Um, exactly. I don't know. But a lovely finish by Salah. I think that's getting lost in the whole, um, the whole thing. You know, he takes it well. He takes it down and he buries it as you'd expect. The composed finish by Mo. But like at that stage, lads, we're 2-1 up and I'm thinking to myself, right, we've given that gift. 
we've given them their present. We're after getting it back. Now we're going to have to push on. And we don't really push on. So I'm just going to check the time here. So we scored that on 52. And on 66, so they make a triple substitution Wolves on 63. Huang, Cunha and Nunez come on. And within three minutes of that, they're level. So, Emmett, I'll let you take this one. What do you make of the, the goal on that? It's one drop of the shoulder and our whole midfield three gets taken out with the game. Um, I'm, look, I don't know whether it's a case of... I don't know whether it's a case of the, the, the midfield have been... So Henderson plays the six sometimes and then Fabinho plays the six and then Henderson sometimes... But they, like, do they know where their positions are? Because you've got... Even when Henderson... Was, look, I know we're talking about last night's game, but Henderson was playing in the six last week. And more often than not, he was ahead of the ball. That's not what a six does. So it's it's nearly like they've forgotten how to to play. And someone put up, and it's somebody that's probably watching. I don't know whether it, uh, it might, I, can't, I can't even remember name, but they put up a still, a couple of stills on Twitter last night. And it's our midfield three are nearly in a straight line across the, the, the middle of the pitch and our forward three. And there's somebody running towards them. And it's literally one pass and they're bypassed our midfield. And it, it's happening more and more and more and more often. I don't know whether it's the, the shape or they don't have the legs and the, Fabinho is floundering out on the wings and he's not, like, do you know what I mean? Like, Fabinho used to be like Gandalf, do you know what I mean? You shall not pass. And now it's he's, he's he looks old. I don't know, he looks like an old person running after and chasing after people. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's Nunes with the run, isn't it? Um, yeah and uh puts in wang and look a lot of people are blaming allison again now i don't know many i know a lot of goalkeepers but i don't know many that will be able to react to a point blank deflection in yeah. front of them and change that body so he was getting the blame for that kanate was getting the, it was it was a it was a fluky goal well worked but the finish itself was for you yeah it's scrap it was scruffy and and it just it, look when when you've if we had no, if we had no, if we if we didn't have no a bad look, we'd have no look. Do you exactly. know what I mean? And it just comes off Canate, and Allison doesn't have time to react to it. But again, it's just put like we've said it for like you, you you hear it like on Sunday League, just run at them, and that seems to be all that teams do now is just run at them, like run at them, and they, and it just causes panic. And um, yeah, look. They got what they Wolves got what they deserved. Like I, I said at the start, we moved the ball way too slow now. We used to ping it around one and two touch. And that's what I said. We we actually played with a higher tempo for maybe two parts of the game and we got two goals from it. Um they seem to pl to play with a higher tempo for the majority of the game, or a, a higher tempo than us, and they got their rewards from it. Um yeah, just a, a well worked goal, but unfortunate with the deflection off Kanate. Yeah, Shani, before I come to you on this, I just want to uh, mention our charity drive that we have on at the moment. That that's only sort of started there over the weekend, and it's it's called G uh, G4MO, and it's Gaelic for mothers and others. It's eleven ladies out in Ashbourne in the GAA club are running the Dublin Marathon for breast cancer research, and you know it's it's something that touches every family, every household, every you know 
in the world, everyone gets hit by cancer. Nobody's uh, infallible to this. It's it's epoxy disease. It's disgusting. Everybody gets it at some stage, and it's it's close. To, I'm sure to everybody's everybody's heart. And these ladies are running the double marathon. And fair play to them. And Gav has, as he does, sees this as an opportunity for ourselves on this channel to to try and use the platform that we have to do what we can to help out these things and. We don't get paid on this. We don't do any of this for money. We don't, you know, a sponsor comes in every now and again. And that's usually just to, as Gav would say, keep the lights on and keep everything running. You know, me, Sean, you and Emma are millionaires from, from doing podcasts. We come on here to have a chat and just like you, like you would in the pub, just sit around. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but we still come on and do it. But we look at these things when we can and we've done a lot of them in the past and we've, we've a small contribution that we've done to them you know we're not claiming that we've we've single-handedly dragged these things over the line but we've done our best to, to contribute and help and this is the latest one so look i know times are tough at the moment it's not getting any easier for families it's you know cost of living energy crisis all this there's everything's a crisis at the moment and every prices are going up all over the place but if anybody can help if anybody can donate please do if you can't, if you're not in a position to donate, share that far and wide in WhatsApp groups on your social media, anything that you can do. Because if we can get these these ladies as much support, they'd be, you know, they'd be blown away by it. And, and when Gav spoke to them, he did say they were absolutely blown away by, by what he said he'd try and do. So um, Red Steve saying they're close to 800 um, raised already. Yeah, I just checked it before we came on there. Um, 785, I think they were at. And that's only after a couple of days. You know, anything that we can do to help this out and push it. Again, we always say we won't be apologising for speaking about this on every show. Just So just get used to it. Do you know what I mean? Some people don't like when we talk about these things. We're going to do it. You know what I mean? So so I think if everyone does it, all the information will be in the show description and on the Twitter page. And, and we'll be sharing it and we'll be pushing it so you'll see all about it. But any help is, no matter how small, just do it. Just help us with this. Push it. You have done great for us in the past. We appreciate all that. But, you know, we're going to just keep doing it. So we don't ask for money, usually, except in these instances. If anyone can help us or spread the word, that'd be great. So, um, you know. Like Pete said there, like, well, it's not a necessity, but oftentimes we've uh, we've leaned on your generosity and it's always been what got us over the line. So it's greatly appreciated as well. So I know how much all this means to Gav because... I'm not going to talk about the trip, like it's a fucking non-profit organization, but a lot of the, but if you look at down, going past the last couple of years, the backbone has been, why do you do it? Well, we do it because we enjoy it, but then it's, again, it's a platform to help others. So again, we lean on your generosity and I won't say you won't, you haven't let us down because it's not about letting us down. Yeah. You have always backed us and supported us. So it's another one that I'm more than sure we'll get over the line. Thanks to your generosity and others. Um, like Keith said, it's fucking hard times at the moment. Everyone is struggling. Like electric bills, cost of food. It's not easy. You know what I mean? Um, but still, you've managed to uh, dig in and get it done. So I'm nearly 100% sure when we look back on this, we be saying, Do you know what? They're all a lot of fucking mad fuckers in the chat going out on every other week. I'm picking on the entire opportunity. 
Yeah. But they managed to get it done. They managed. He's a good. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, he's aren't a useless shower of focus. Javier's our good points. Javier's our good points. And like uh, Kev O'Sullivan says, like nobody's nobody's expecting anybody to to donate massive amount of money. It's the fivers and the tenors that yeah. will get them to their to their target. Exactly, you know, and and they're often sometimes you can think, oh, I don't have the money, and that's fine. But as as Emmett said, the little ones, loads of them little ones, it's, if you can give anything, that's greatly appreciated. If you can't, just share the fire and wide. That's all we'd say. But look, we'll move on. Um, Shawnee, do you want to mention anything about that Wolves goal, or do you want to move on to the disallowed one? Nah, same shoy. Yeah. Uh, chance of the clear alliance. Don't do it. Punished. Story of the season so far. I was going to say, I've heard that song before so many times, yeah. you know, unfortunately. Um, but look, we, the game goes on and, and we all know Wolves get a chance at the end. And I don't know. The reasoning for this disallowed goal is very sketchy to me. So you're hearing that it's your man Tootie or Tootie or whatever his name is is offside and then you're like no Nunes is offside from the corner they don't have the angle and then someone else is saying but does a defender keep a Nunes on and again the cameras aren't there yada 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 but then you also have to say you know how is this happening as Sean he said there's a cameras everywhere and we got burnt with this against Arsenal when Martinelli scored against us and Saka was offside but the camera didn't see him do you know what I mean? And this is at the Emirates, uh, not the Emirates, isn't it? Yeah, Arsenal, the, the Emirates, and it's at Anfield. You're not talking even, you know, Bournemouth or Brentford, or you're talking about two of the, the top clubs in the Premier League. Like, how can this be a thing? But they, they must feel hard done, boy. And, you know, until we see it definitive, I haven't seen definitive uh, pictures of this offside. And until I do, I think they're hard done, boy. Um, but, it's it's just another it's another case of VAR. This time we can blame the equipment or the cameras, not so much the the actual lions, but the camera work. And how are still at this? How are still talking about this letting games down or letting teams down? You know, look, Lopetegui's only new in that job. They are 18th, they're shy at the moment. I can see them maybe getting out there. In my opinion, I can see them pushing up that league. But little things like that going against you to get out in fairness to them they're going to get a replay i thought replays were done away with why are we doing replays in this day and age yeah i i i i did club said something i i was only kind of half listening because i was supposed to be working at the same time but um club said something about extra time and penalties so i i assumed that would apply last night mm. Um, i think there was actually only one other draw yesterday um and that's how i realized there wasn't extra time and penalties but um it definitely should be especially with the world cup yeah, and um, breaking up the season, like because there, there is no more, uh, there is no more time to play these games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, I, I get that we're again looking at this from a point of view as we're in the Champions League, we're kind of, but still, like just get it over and done with. Like do do what they do in the in the League Cup, send it to penalties. Just get like because as much as we don't want it, Wolves probably don't want it either. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? They it, it, it's just concentrate on the league. Um, have like it's it's great to have that week where you 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 play Saturday and Saturday Saturday or Saturday and Sunday where you don't have this FA Cup game that you have to get out of the way in the middle as well. So 
Yeah. Um, Chris says no replays after the fourth round. That is fucking stupid. Like, why have them at all? This is that, that, this that's is like crazy. the var thing in the league. The bar, like, yeah, it's absolutely just... mind boggling the show that they're dealing with this, you know. It, and I, I get annoyed with this, you know. But look, it is risk. Kev says there isn't one Keith, but the line I was told not to raise his flag until the phase plays out. He did his job, and yeah, that's fair enough. I've no issue with the linesman not doing that's perfectly fine. That's the way it should go. I hate seeing linesmen raising their flag before the the, the, the phase plays out. So I, I agree with all that. I just can't believe there's not a definitive picture of this somewhere. To, just to shut it up one way or the other and be able to say, look, it was offside. That's the reason why it's offside. Or it's not offside. Wolves were screwed. Personally, I, you know, my take until he's proven otherwise, it's it was a hard decision on Wolves. The Salah goal was a hard decision on Wolves. We got away with it, but we didn't really because we have to do a replay now against them. We have to go if we get through that, we go away to Brighton. But nearly just played and scrapping. Twenty-two of our last thirty cup uh, games have been against Premier League opposition. Yeah, it's crazy it's since, like... since 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 twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Yeah, you know, and look, we've got the odd little scuffly one, but meanwhile, like you said, Man City have been playing Borton Albion. They've been... <laughs> Well, in fairness, I've seen something today. In fairness to them, their last five have been like Liverpool, Arsenal. Chelsea, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. Arsenal again. But uh, look, it's... They got it's Arsenal just, in the next round, did they? They got Arsenal again, yeah. Let them play and go at it, you know what I mean? They're not air business, unfortunately, this year. And uh, it's just a shame. Before we move on, lads, Gakbo, what did you make of him, Johnny? Didn't notice him in the game. He had a... His first touch, I think, in the first half, he gets away in the defender and has a shot, but yeah, didn't yeah. really impose himself on the game. But again, like not ruining him off, just that wasn't the best game for him. But wasn't the best game for him. so yeah. many writing him off, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Ah, um, that's, I, I, that's mad. That's mad. Uh, I just I felt he probably didn't play as wide as Diaz did. Played probably a little bit narrower than what Diaz does. I, I, I'm not comparing him to Mane, but he kind of. He played kind of on the corner of the 18-yard box. Yeah, it's kind of where he picked up his position. Whereas Diaz would be literally in the first row oh, of the stands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I, yeah. Look, from what we saw, wasn't I? Don't think we saw anything bad. Not certainly nowhere near what some people are going off on on online. Um, it's gonna take him a while to settle into the team, but it, the length of him is any longer he'd be late. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's uh. Like and, and I think that you could see maybe a, a, a time where him and Nunes are maybe we, yeah. we need to get back to where defenders don't know who's going to show up in what position. That's the way we used to have it with Mane, Bobby, and and Salah. It would it would be great if we could even with Nunes and Gakpo see them switching every now and again because Sean is right. Nunes has like there's times where it's like oh what's another game we're going to be shit again. But you're kind of nearly only turning on to see what kind of chaos is Nunes going to create in this game. And I think he probably plays that little bit better when he does come from the left. And uh, I just think we're probably going to see them switch in-game um, a lot more than probably uh, well, Nunes. The goal, been. that happens on the goal, doesn't it? So Nunes pulls to the left and Gakbo's running inside. He's taking defenders in with him. And, and it's a good point because... Diaz is much more of a wide player who likes to cut in 
and he seems to like to end up nearly on that edge of the edge of the box, and then he's looking to get a shot away. Whereas Gagbo starting position, even when you look back at him for Holland or PSV, he does seem to be that little bit more in field, and maybe that um in that or maybe it's wishful thinking. It's it's one game, you know, it wasn't a great game, but any stretch of the imagination. But it's, but... it's positive thinking rather than writing the kid off, like you know yeah. I mean? Jesus. Ah, Christ. look, people are and, and... Ah, there's flashes there. There's flashes there. Yeah, there definitely is. And Diaz has 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 kind of has apparently has said that he kind of wants to see himself as a centre forward. So you you just don't you just don't know. But look, there's a long way before we have uh, that kind of uh, worry of who starts over Diaz, Jetta, or Nunes or or Gakpo. But um, I I can't see any long term conversations coming around. The likes of Darwin and Gagbo being oh he's gone. Gone. We give him a minute. We give him a tune minute. in next week. Yeah. <laughs> a shiny lost uh, special. I don't, I, I but, couldn't even tell you where he was going with that. So yeah. But no, no, it's it's something that you you know you see the thing. I think Nunes everybody's been dying for Liverpool to flop in the transfer for a long, long time. And we've clawed and we've been, you know, up on air high horses about how great we are at recruitment. And when they saw the Nunes money and the videos in pre-season and I'm missing a couple of touches, that was it. The noise were out. And, you know, it, it, despite everything to the contrary, while just being told he's a shit Andy Carroll, he's, um, you know, Domino's Pizza, Sky Sports all doing their little cracking their gags at him and, and taking their little uh, getting their little low hanging fruit as Shawnee said and um, yeah back to Shawnee finish that you you look like you're going to make a great point there yeah I, just, I don't see there being any um, long term conversations to be had around the two boys I yeah. think they're going to be they'll be just fine um, yeah. I really do and think once they're supplemented with the likes of uh, Diaz and Jota and We'd be grand. I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm not worried about them at all. I'd actually say that they would be the least, yeah, of worries um, at the moment. Um, and I also gave you a transfer exclusive there before I cut off, but I won't be doing it again. I'm just letting you, you know. Only got, you've only got one shot. <laughs> <laughs> only, only get the whole one. Like the, like the, the porridge ad. This is where they, he's giving out all the secrets and they opens the oven. They can't hear them. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And it was a good one as well. That's all we say. It was a good one as well. But now I agree. Look, the, the situation with Gakbo and, and Nunes and the other forwards that are there. You and Gav done a show, Sean, when you were talking about things being wrong and being off at Liverpool and, and I think you could have been yourself that said it about Firmino's importance you know the, what Firmino brought to the team and helped the midfield so much was that he was always in there amongst that and he was always winning balls and helping it wasn't the, Emmett said three forwards in a straight line three centre mids in a straight line you had players in and around there and I think when they all get back and they're all doing more you'll see an improvement in Liverpool that they Defending starts from the front, all them cliches, pressing from the top and all that. But um, the, the attack is the least of our worries, recruitment-wise, in my opinion. The midfield, not so much. Um, we started off yesterday, as we, we said, with the three lads in there. Fabinho, Thiago and Henderson. Now, look, people hate Hen- Henderson's guts. You know, it is what it is. He's the captain of the team. He's he's given everything to the team for over a decade. He's deserves, in my opinion, nothing but respect. But people don't have to like his game at the moment. He's he's regressed something terrible. 
the moan about him getting a new contract. He's the club captain. Why wouldn't he get a new contract? It always baffles me why people get played and mad about that. But they're three of the senior midfield. They're the senior midfield. They're the midfield that you're looking at and saying, right, if you're picking your strongest, well, if Klopp was picking the strongest midfield, that's who he's going to pick. They are so slow. It is too easy to walk through our midfield. And, you know, I think Thiago's been impacted by it because he's not, he was never a quick player. You know, he scampers. He's a little, like a little lady and Jack Russell, a little scamper around, but he doesn't have strides to keep up with players. And he's winning tackles. He's doing bits and he's doing that. But, the, the legs around him aren't helping him. And Fabinho, Jesus, it looked like he was back to his best. And then it looked like he's not. So I don't know what to make on him. But what can we do with this midfield, lads? I want to talk about... So we finished with the match. We were steeped. We have epoxy replay to go through. Blah, blah, blah. We'll deal with that when it happens. What do we need to do with this team going forward? How do we... Not fix it, but how do we stop this bleeding? Sean, he'll come to you. How do we stop this bleeding at Liverpool? Is it as simple as bringing in players? Is it change of formation? Is it players going back to the drawing board? Is it taking the power back from Pep Linders? What is it, in your opinion? We need two bodies. Yep. We don't need one. We need two. And the reason why I'll say two is because... Look at what we have. I think more. I think Arthur's the only midfielder I'm missing now. Is he Milner yeah. is out as well? But again, he's same age as me for fuck's sake. Yeah, like <laughs> look at how we're relying on at the moment. All right, I'd say Thiago's been okay. Right, I think Thiago's had to play midfield on his own. Yeah, some of the games. Um, Bajetic's done well when he come in, but obviously clubs not willing to lean on him. He's only a young lad. Uh. Fabinho looked there was signs of him getting back to his best but and uh, the thing that we haven't even talked about is Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago even, Keita, like I don't even fucking need to mention Keita and this could be said, the same could be said for any player but more so days, they're only ever a game away from yeah. being in for, for a, a prolonged uh, period of time. And that's the way it's been. Um, I just, I can't believe we're in this position still. I can't believe I'm spending another show uh, in, when we're in a window that's open saying we need midfielders. If they don't fucking do it, like if you don't do it now, they're going to have to buy them in the summer anyway. Yeah. And if they do buy Bellingham, they're not going to have much fucking cash to spare to buy another midfielder. Yeah. Like, like we need... We need, we need minimum one now, minimum, and we a tail would really fucking give us a platform to build on because I just I don't know. I'm not worried that there's no links because I think I'd be more worried when there is links because yeah. we seem to walk in silence, but like we seem to be not walking a fucking all lately. The fact that we're still having this conversation, I think we've signed one midfielder on a permanent in the last six windows it's fucking criminal it, it, it's just it's criminal and I know the favourite word is neglect and I know top reds love using that word as if it's something that's 
more. It's like crisis. I hate, I hate crisis being used in football. Crises don't happen in football. Tragedies happen, but crisis is down because it's not that important. And football is not really that net football. It's not that important to be negligent, but it's gone again. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I uh, I agree with Shawnee. I I think we well he said he, we need two. I think we need three. I think um, we need four. Yeah, <laughs> he advances on four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we definitely need one in January. Um, hundred percent. He's in twice now. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, that's from the coy by Shawnee. That's. <laughs> we had this the other night. Yeah, that's it. We had it the other night. It's gonna be like uh, look, listen. Whatever happens, I did not kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> I have Just no... what they say. Yeah, what they say. What they say. <laughs> but um, now, look, we fucking made it. And I swear to God, it will be the most embarrassing thing in the club's recent history if you don't end up rebelling him after all of this shit. Because I'm not even going to pretend it'll be worth it. But for whatever reason, we miss out on him now. They can get fucked. Honestly, I'd be more than happy to see the back of FSG now because of a pound me bollocks yeah. with this stuff. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that that point. You can't tell me that you can't part ways with an extra 20, 30 million outlay in a, in a single window, which will only, that's all it'd probably cost. You can't tell me. I've, I've enough of them at this stage. I'm sick of this conversation being had. It's not fair in Klopp. Whoever's, whoever's responsible. They need to fucking sort it out because I'm telling you, if it gets to the end of the window again, am um, I looking at fucking players six months left in that contract? I look for long deals. You can just fucking forget about it because they've effectively wrote this season off. Yeah, but, well, well, but that's my that's my opinion. When you say they've wrote the season off, does Klopp take some of the blame for this? Because to me, he takes a lot of the blame for this. In yeah, my well, opinion, he has to, Klopp takes he, a lot of the blame for this. Yeah, he, ha- he has to because if you look at the fucking the end, the last window, it was like, oh, do you know what? Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you are yeah. right. And I don't know whether he was being sarcastic, but he goes and and signed Mellow. Like, in your heart and hearts, if you don't think we don't need a midfielder, don't fucking bring in Arthur Mellow. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, so you can't tell. It's clearly obvious. Like the one thing you can always refer back to is the chum anything. Like, how did you have a deal in place for a player of his caliber and then have nothing in 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 the else in the pipeline? I seen Neil Jones on, I think it was on the Amphil rap saying the club have two or three lists at any one time. You can't tell me. There's a top not- four list and a non-top four list. Yeah. You can't Goal tell keeper, me not, defender, attackers, and that's it. You can't tell me there's not tr- never mind one. You can't yeah. tell me there's not three players that we could afford to bring in to fucking help this team to get where we need to be. Every sign doesn't have to be a fucking 80 or 90 million, 100 million. That's not I think about it, that's not what got us to this dance in the first place. Being clever and getting Voinaldums and Salas and Manes before yeah. the explosion is what made us the team. Yeah, we don't need to be going and boy. Just fucking do your due diligence and get them in. And in this case, I'd buy Casado for 60 million, 70 million, because he's not going to be any cheaper in the summer. Yeah. But it's when you get to get near them, he's going to be playing for one of your rivals because they'll pay the money. So if you can get him now, you fucking get him. Like, I don't, that's the most frustrating thing 
they come out and say the right player. That all of that went out the window for me when we signed Arthur because it, it's a load of bollocks. Now we were proved wrong with the the Cabot, the Canate thing, Keith, which you had on yeah. saying we didn't want to go. But you can't fucking tell me in the last two windows, and I'm including the summer and now, that we didn't have someone there. Obviously, not going to be a too many because he's fucking top tier. But you, yeah, man, Nunes, they're going to buy him in the summer. Yeah. Boy, I'm last fucking summer. What's the problem? Exactly. Like, I don't for it. It makes even less sense. It, it's so fucking frustrating. It winds me right up. People yeah. call him a Tealman's. Honestly, Tealman's were a fucking rocket. It's much yeah. slower than the midfielders we already have. If yeah. he, if he's the answer, I don't know what the question is. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We need fucking bodies. We've missed out on so many good players going elsewhere that were fucking easily obtainable for us. Easily. Because they went to clubs in worse position than us without the money. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's it's so annoying. It's so frustrating that the Nunes links send my head west. Because <laughs> yeah. People are telling me it's all bollocks and it's not. But it actually seems like it is true. It's sweating you know? that it is true. Yeah. you yeah. From the minute it came out, your head's being cabbaged on that one. <laughs> it just yeah. makes it, it, it's It's something that I would look at United still yeah and and that's fucking the furthest from where we want to be um something that you know we look at we look at this team and we look at the the scattergun approach you know the you touched on it'd be embarrassing if we don't get Jude Bellingham if we don't get Jude Bellingham for whatever reason like and we may be out of that race already we don't know you know fans speculating all that do you think they need to go big and bring in big players like if we don't get Jude Bellingham in the summer for example do you think two midfielders between this window and next window is enough no I think we need three yeah. you, you think we need four I think we need four um, over the next yeah and um, the Enzo Fernandez to Chelsea thing has probably torpedoed the because you know, because well, you never know. Potter might not actually be at Chelsea to, to bring in his yeah, yeah, his uh, his Brighton players, but um, yeah, I think we need a minute. We need tr- I think we need three, and we need a minimum of one this month. Um, something needs to change, and it can't be that um, Jones is coming back from his latest injury because Jones and Bajetic, uh, as good as Bajetic will be. Um, he's not the answer right now. And we, ha- we had a discussion in the Telegram the other day about this. Um, I'm not saying that we need to get rid of him or he'll never be good enough, but he's not the answer today. Um, we need we need an answer maybe straight away. Um, and I, I agree with Sean. We can't be dragging this out until the last couple of hours of the window and then all of a sudden we're linked with Lee Catamol or someone like that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just... But um just get it done. Get it like you're gonna like like you said, we're gonna have to spend the money anyway. Um good players aren't gonna be any cheaper in the summer. Just go just go and get one. Like I would it, if we could, I would cancel cancel Ox and Nabbies. If that's and I think Kev has mentioned it a few times in the comments there, that the issue at the moment is is that there's no room in the squad for players. Um, so come to some sort of an agreement, pay the pair of them off and just say good luck, thanks very much, and then go and I, I, I can't get my head around the clubs. First, we have to collect some money. You don't know whether, yeah, like, what is that? What? I think that's our context, though. 
Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know what he meant by that. Does he mean sell players? Does he mean get wages off the book? Does he mean reduce weight? I, I didn't know what he meant. But whatever we need to do between now and the end of January to try and get somebody in to, to, to kind of put us in some sort of shape where we can go and, and retrieve the top four, because it's, it's nowhere near... Uh, uh, out of our reach to go and get top four. I still think we get top four, but we we do need some some help to get there because we can't continue on with with the way we've been playing the last few weeks. Billy Hogan's comments in October were big red flags to me, saying that this contingency if you don't make top four. And and I'll I'll go I'll caveat what I said earlier with the Neil Jones thing. He said that. The difference in the list between Champions League and non-Champions League, it, it's not like it's a fucking vast mm. gap between... He said it might be just a couple of million. Again, then, you're going to have players questioning whether they want to play. And to be honest with you, if you're going for a player and they're like, I don't want to play if you're not in the Champions League, I'd be like, right, go fuck yourself. Because yeah. it wasn't an issue with Mane and the Vine Aldums when we signed them. And, and that's that's what we need to get back to. We need the hunger back. We, we, need, that, we need that heart of the team to be beaten again. Like, take nothing away from Henderson, the rest of them, maybe Kate, but uh, take nothing away from them. They've fucking done all they can. I think they'll have that physical capacity. Yeah. Like, Nabi Kate is injured again, apparently. He, he did. He wasn't involved yesterday, was he? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he came on. He came yeah. on yesterday, yeah. Actually, yeah, didn't do too bad for yeah. a while to get the ball away. He's, he's only ever another training session away and being out for five yeah. six weeks. How many games are you going to play between now and the end of the season? We need to fucking do something. Yeah. Like, you're just writing this season off. And the thing is, people are saying in the chat there, like, like, if you're thinking to yourself that in the summer, it's only going to take midfielders. It's not, because then you're going to have other holes appearing. If if Kelleher's gone, you're going to need a second choice. If Bobby's gone, you're, you're probably going to need someone else there. Like, that, it doesn't just stop. You're, you're not plugging gaps again. You need to be, we needed to be topping the team up consistently. We left ourselves behind in windows, and it's all come home to roost now. But we're, we're fucked. We're let's, in the let's have a little talk about let's let's have a little think. We won't stay too long, but in the summer, right? You, you started it there, Sean, and, and I think you're right. We we both say, uh, me and Emmett were saying earlier that Kelleher looks like he's probably done at Liverpool because barring an injury, he's not going to get another game. He's a saleable asset. I think they'll sell him in the summer and they'll get a few quid from him. The, the lad will go and play first team football. That's that's fine. That's his thing. Adrian will be gone. Right? So that's two goalkeepers dusted. They'll promote that young lad, Harvey Davis, I'd say. But they, you're going to need someone with experience in there. Yeah. So you got to bring in a keeper. You're looking at the back four. Um, Simicast, the Void's opinion, he's a backup, a decent backup at best. Nothing more than that. Um, you wouldn't want the. He's gone from being, you know, people thinking he's better than Robbo to being sort of finding his level that he's he's at best. You'd want to see him for one or two games, but nothing sustained. Calvin Ramsey could be anything. He's looked good in the little cameos we've seen, so we probably have a right back there. Centre-back is something that gets overlooked. Yeah. And controversially, I think. It's, it's Virgil now. As a, He's not the same player. I don't know if he's having if the I thought I always thought it was a model that he's holding himself for the World Cup because it was his last chance. He's come back, he's looked worse. Um 
I don't know if it's the, the injury is catching up on him maybe after coming back and adrenaline pushing him through. I don't know. Maybe that that could be something in that. We've got Matip who's another year older. I think he'd be what? How old is he? He must be 31, is he? I, I'm just guessing. Right? So a bit of age I'll on up, him. Kanate looks like he's the future, but his injury record, you know, isn't the best. And to me, Joe Gomez is a busted flush. I'd be looking Joe to sell Gomez Joe Gomez. Yeah, sold. he's he's another one that I'm looking at now, and I'm looking at him as another saleable asset. But to me, that's a, a minimum now of another centre back. One yeah. minimum, I think, possibly two. Matthew is 32, 32 again. The next season starts 32. He, he does well, Matthew. Great four choice centre half, yeah. Um, but I think Gomez needs to be sold, yeah. That sounds a little bit harsh, but I think Gomez now would be an anomaly if he turned his Liverpool career around. I think I it would be I think it would be one of them things where you'd be surprised if it happened. Like he needs a complete renaissance, I think, as a Liverpool player. Had a couple of decent games here and there, but I think we should sell him now while the the value is high and upgrade. Yeah. And be looking at a dance partner for Canate for four years to come. Um because I don't I don't think Again, if Gomez is even good enough, how long will he stay fifth for? Because he, he's yeah. always been one of them weirdest questions out of so. uh, Like, the next phase of this team, it's going to be huge. Like, it really is going to be... Uh, there's a few young lads coming through, I believe, uh, said that back that but Your man Kwanzaa looks very good from what I have seen him, but he's a young player and he needs to be playing big boy football. Yeah, it's a big uh, jump. Yeah, Ben Doak should never leave Liverpool on loan. I yeah. think he should be an attacking option. I do, I do, I believe. Watching Doak remind me when you, you, you foresee someone like a Rooney Boston and you just know they have it. Yeah. You know they're good enough. Um, like, we need major surgery now, boys, if I'm being honest. Um, and that's without a whole new midfield because if you look at Ox, Kate, and Milner are all our contract. Arthur will be gone, thankfully. Um, but even just in midfield, like so that's oh, yeah. that's four of them out. And then you're looking at Harvey Elliott. We know he's he's probably not a central midfielder at the moment. Curtis Jones, just the yeah. slightest thing, and it keeps him out. But I'd be, I'd be shopping him around as well. I'd be shopping him around if I'm being honest. Curtis Jones, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's another one that you'd look at. But the problem here is. We're losing a lot of homegrown players. We're losing a lot of homegrown. So not, I know I'm not the exact same. It's not opinion. cheap to replace them either. Kelleher, Gomez, Jones. I like Curtis Jones. I think he's excellent, but he's just not fit enough, and he's not consistent, and he's not getting the opportunities to build on what he's what he can do. There's three homegrown players, you know. So we think of Curtis Jones is going to come to become the player he can possibly be. I think he'll need to do it elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, um, he needs games. He needs yeah, games. Like, he's young. Like, you know what I mean? I know he's just signed a new deal, but he's young. He needs to develop elsewhere. And, like, again, you're looking at Kelleher. He's way too fucking good to be only playing five, six games a year. Yeah. You know? One so, if you get knocked out in the League Cup in the fourth yeah, attempt. Yeah. Look, I look, just completely hypothetical, but... Would would Bellingham be considered a home ground? Is that is that? Yeah, stupid? he would be. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he is. Yeah, he was trained in Birmingham, like so. Even though he was what seventeen, was he when he went? Oh, well, he's English anyway, isn't he? He's so, English, yeah. yeah. 
Look, Jones, I don't know. Jones, Jones will be 22 at the end of this. So still, you There's so many... There's so many questions now surrounding ownership, the state of the squad, what's going on in the background. It's fucking tough. It's tough at the moment to kind of be optimistic. Um, I don't know. It's just... They've left so much work on here. Um, and it, it's even tough at the stomach coming off the back of the season we had last year, um, yeah. which was really historical. But when something is nearly historical, you have to prop her up so that you can go again. Yeah, but that's um, what we're guilty of, is not yeah. propping her up. Yeah. You know, and we've oh. been guilty of that for how long? We we won the Champions League and we, again, you spoke about this, I think, Jordan, you win the Champions League and you bring in Adrian Elliott, Seth Vandenberg and Seth Vandenberg's doing all right on loan. He I wouldn't be surprised to see him coming back in, especially if Linders has all the influence that people seem to think he does. Um, but you're not you're not buying the, the right quality now. I know we do bring in Canate after we bring in Tiago, we bring in Jota, we bring in Simicast. That's a decent window, but you need to be looking at that sort of window all the time. Like how we looked at it, and the reason I don't think we're gonna buy a midfielder now, or it will be a Sanderberg type, is because we don't gackbo in December before that window was open. And Klopp does not think, in my opinion, that the midfield is as big an issue as we all think. He looks at that and he's like, I have Naby back. I have, you know, such and such. Jones. I have Jones back. You know, I think he thinks he can get through. If he gets Trent and Robbo forward and then he can get a front three forward, and I think he thinks a job at midfield will do the job. And I just don't think... Uh, I just don't think that he... <sighs> I don't think, think the midfield we have to deal with. I think above all else of where we need in terms of players, I, I think we need new owners as well. Oh, yeah. we Or else we need to... not. We don't need to know. FSG don't need to come out and tell us. You know what I mean? But if they're staying around, there has to be investment. So it's either they're investing or they're selling the club. It can't be... We can't fall down that little rabbit hole of like Arsenal did for years where it was just... No money, no money, no money. Vanguard is uh, justifying lack of spending and things like that. We can't slip down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we need, we need it. The, the fact that statement coming out and going everywhere, well, everyone says they've always been saying nothing changed. That for me, now I could be wrong. Most likely I am wrong. But if I'm wrong, people are telling me that's for sure. But it's sort of an admittance for me that. Dave Coyne just got rich. You know what? We can't fucking compete. Look at the money Chelsea are splashing around now. Tomorrow. Yeah. It's not even working for them. They're going to continue to do that. So, oh, I think we need new owners, to be honest with you. Above yeah. all, before that and else, because without them, we always, we never seem to get exactly what we need. Yeah. Uh, even without that, because, right, that's unlikely to happen now in January. So, unless something drastic does happen and I can't see that. And even if something was announced, I think it'd take a long time for that to yeah. be pushed through. You know, the Chelsea one was extenuating circumstances. Abramovich, it was, it was being sold by the Blading government. So you look at it, if they sell the club, I think best case scenario is it'll be a summer. New owners pump in the money. But the reality is something has to be done, whether we think that they were on a someone has to bring they have to maintain their asset if we don't make top four you don't become as attractive they they lose money on the on the actual 
cost of the, the like the I think the new Premier League is a is a big safety blanket for them. I think like, yeah. that's yeah. twenty twenty four that starts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I'm never. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna be out of Champions League for any more than a year. Yeah, and that that is true, you know, and that that's the worry is that look, I've stuck up for FSG in the past because I always felt that they had a model, they stick to that model. We lose the head over it, and that's on us. You know what I mean? But I don't want. I'm worrying now myself about this falling into that trap of well, we'll be in the Champions League, so. We don't really have to do anything, and that will be a disaster because that know, drop is there. yeah, exactly. This is what we we've qualified in the top four in the last whatever 15, 20, whatever many years it was. That's right. right. What trophy did you get for it? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, I, I said it on a show before. I think the best thing that's happened for Liverpool fans is that we won the league, but I think it's happened because. They've got us to where we wanted to be, and we won the league. Now, and it's kind of like now it's just like they're kind of ha- we we did that, and they they don't want it to winning for them is top four. Yeah, winning for us is trophies, and I just think like they're not aligned with the with the exactly. with the uh, with the with the support. Like do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. I look. I, I, somebody said there we don't need new owners. We need investment. But some like if somebody comes in and invests, I have a feeling that it will be for a majority share. So even if S- FSG stay around, uh, investment could mean new owners as well. Yeah, I think if that's to happen, it's going to be a, yeah an, an investment. But we're annoyed to buy out, and and Sean, yeah. you might have said that when we done a show previous. They'll <laughs> be annoyed of taking it over eventually. They can continue, and they're looking at the NBA. I think that's a. An open secret now at this stage that they're looking at uh, the Las Vegas NBA franchise that'll be coming down the line, and I still wouldn't rule out. I mean, Champions League and TV money in the Premier League is a big, big cash cow. They don't take the money out of the club, but the asset is building and building. But can it get much bigger? I don't know. I don't think so. A couple of silver chats before we finish. Sean, I'll let you go with this. Carvalho, bomb there. What's happening? No idea. No idea. Yeah, it's probably the against. I thought it was poor against City, but I, don't, I wouldn't be reading too much into it, to be honest with you. Um, he did it with Elliot for a while as well. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he, he did. Tends to, he, he, look, the unfortunate thing about Harvey Elliott, and, and, and it, it, like he's been talked an awful lot about uh, the last couple of weeks as well, is, is that, like, oh, is he good enough? And where, where, does he, where exactly does he fit in at the team? The thing is, is he shouldn't be in the team at this moment of time. He's only in the team because of the, the injuries that we have, etc. You should use sparingly, like Pep did with Foden. Stick him in, take him out. Stick him in, take him out. And then he then he will eventually find where he, where his position in, in the squad. But he's been relied on for far. Too, like I think he's up on. I think there was a list put up on Twitter. Yes, it was five players. There's only five players in our in our squad that haven't missed a game so far this season through injury. That's ridiculous. Like. Um, but he should be he should be being used sparingly and he's not he's been laying down way too much there's, there's too much expected of him for the like he's still only 19 he's only 19 isn't he yeah. still only 19 so is Carvalho these boys you, you shouldn't be expecting to see these week in week in um, so I think but club has done that with Elliot as well where he's been in and then he's taken him away and and, and I, don't, I don't even think he was in training a few times but 
I'm not too concerned about Carvalho. He's a yeah, smashing, fo- it's, it's a smashing footballer, and he'll find his way, and he'll eventually will get into the team. I just don't yeah. think that we have the players to play the way that Klopp wants to play the four-three-three. It's yeah. been mentioned but, a few but, times. We talked about it in the summer, I think, um, when we were signing Nunes. Um, he probably needs to change formation. To, I thought that to, was a model to, to suit to, to suit the players that we have because Elliot isn't a centre midfielder. Um, but he'd do well in a tree behind a striker. Do you know what I mean? If you had like either Fabinho and Thiago or Hendo and Fabinho in a two, so a four, two, three, one. And we we need to play to our strengths now because we're we're lambs to the slaughter continuing to play the four, three, three. Yeah. And that's the thing, he's you know, the the reason that he looks he doesn't do the defensive cover for Trent. So four, two, three, one, if you have two central midfielders in there and they're, they're spread out a bit one goes right one goes left you have players dropping in it, to me it just looked like we were going to do that when you're bring, bringing in players like Carvalho because again he doesn't look like he fits in anywhere in their team either in the 4-3-3 three, and, and it's just a, it, it's unfortunate for them and, and the young lads but look I think they've shown flashes of what they can do it's a poor it's a bad time for Carvalho to be coming into a Liverpool team like Nunes, they're not coming into the well-oiled machine that we're, we're used to. They're coming into a, a broken blade team here at the moment where everything is wrong with it. So can't really put too much blame on them, the new lads, in my opinion. Super chat again. Um, Emma, I'll let you look at this one. Might be a blessing in disguise not to get the top four spot doing Arsenal. What do you think? A year out of Champions League, good, bad? No, you want you want to be at the top table. Like we fought for so fucking long to get back to the top table. Why would we want to, to do a year out of it? Um look what Arsenal have done is is great and this whole I, I think the way we play, we need to be playing regular. So yeah, in a in a weird way, you want to be in those competitions where and I'm not even gonna mention Europa League or conference league because I think we're still getting we're getting top four, but I just think we're based on rhythm. We've yeah. always been based on rhythm and we've lost our rhythm this season. So to be going playing Saturday, 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 no games in the middle, I think would probably only impact us badly. Back to something that uh, Fran said there, sorry, was Elliot not starting in midfield? Yeah, he was starting in midfield, but we we had the, the before he got injured, we had the, the luxury of being able to pull him out of midfield. Like, like following up a game or two and they don't see him for... Him well, sparingly now, but when he was just into the city side, you see him for a run of two or three games, and then you wouldn't see him for four or five. And that's the way we should have been to treat, uh, to, to treat Elliot. But unfortunately, he's been he's been used way too much in terms of uh, t- not getting the top four. No, wouldn't be a blessing in disguise. As much as news has come out about Bellingham, whether he'd be happy regardless of Champions League, that doesn't make a difference. Or Gakpo didn't ask. I think Klopp said in his press conference the other day that we didn't even discuss Champions League football or anything like that. He was happy just to come, he said, which was refreshing because you do approach some players and they kind of they, they hang their hat on Champions League football. Um, but I think top four for us is we struggled for long enough to get there. We, we need to stay there. Shawnee, do you agree? Yeah. It's it's never never a good idea to be outside of the, the Champions League. Um it's literally we all have to look for to look forward to now. Um I I do think that the the financial implications and 
all of that. And any other year, yeah, I'd understand that, but I think it's overstated now. Um, I think the new UEFA rules, more or less guarantee, will be in it in 2024 anyway, the very least, um, because our coefficient is so strong. I seen a fucking mad stat the other day that Liverpool, the Champions League is like 30 years old. Yeah. And Liverpool have been in six, six finals, is it? Five finals? Five. Five, yeah. Oh, five, oh, seven. Uh, oh, seven. 17, 18, 18, 19, last and last year. Yeah. So, like, we've literally been in near 25% of the yeah. Champions League finals in, in the competition. In, in, not European Cup, Champions yeah. League. Almost 25% of the finals we've been in. And that would show you how big the competition is for us um, and it was really gave us the, the impetus to kick on as well and win Premier Leagues because you don't look like, Arsenal won't win the league this year they won't I'm telling yeah. you that now you can clip it up they won't they'll do well and you get back into the Champions League I've no doubt about that but it helps you to be playing them top games to playing against top, top level opposition I think you perform at a higher level we need like I don't know what it can be. It can be fixed now. Um, they can sign midfielders and we can get back in because I, I don't. I believe the league is is poor this year. I believe I, I don't think the standard is is anywhere near as high. And that will show. That will be shown. But I think the tight the points total that's accumulated for winning this title will be the lowest in some time. And I imagine maybe yeah. less than went on to win it. Um, it can be salvaged. Just about. But uh, I don't want to be over. I don't. I don't think it's any blessing in disguise. Um, because who knows if if I stuck next year, we'd be the reason why we're not getting top players is because we're not in the Champions League. Yeah, and that'd be just an, an easy excuse to use. And who gets in? You know, if you're looking at Arsenal, Man City, Man United, you know it look like they're on the way back. And Newcastle, if Newcastle yeah. get in there with their money coming in and they're attracting because they're going to be throwing loads of money, they'll have no problem then in the Champions yeah. League going and giving Enzo Fernandez's release clause and paying the money and doing this and doing that. You're fighting against a behemoth then, and the, the what you have to do is keep them over for as long as you can, you know. So, yeah. missing out on it, doesn't, it gets us back in, as you say, it gets yeah. us back in with the new system and all that, but you don't want to give them teams that that leg up as well so we want to keep them the only positive is i think the europa league finals in dublin in 2024 so is it oh there you go must look out for that that could be a hundred percent a hundred percent look lads we'll leave it at that um it was a shitty match we we done our best we didn't sugarcoat it we we said what we said wolves unlook unlucky you know they, they they were hard done boy maybe Liverpool need to change things. They need to fix it. Again, before we go, if people can look at the charity drive, uh, G4MO, Gaelic for Mothers and Others, any help you can give us with that, we appreciate it, as we always do. But um, look, just spread the word far and wide. And, and our sponsor for the show, again, bookmakers.com. Gamble responsibly, but if you don't gamble, there's plenty of other stuff you can do to see stats and info on there for our players and teams. So have a look, see what you think, but you know, support if you can there as well. Uh Shawnee, pleasure for having you tonight, as usual. Sunday night, no Gav, we've done our best. Yeah, we we missed the skip at tonight, but we got there in the end. You are more than requisite. 
uh, replacement, Keith. Uh, That's it. Brilliant job. Well done. Everyone in the chat, fair play to you. Yeah. He's all right. As usual. He's all right. Great. Emma, Sunday night, bit of cathartic reviewing of, of Liverpool. I always feel better after having a little chat about it. We done well. Yeah, I got the text from, you get the text from Gav, you uh, all right for tomorrow? Yeah, grand, go and watch the Liverpool match and you're kind of thinking, how the fuck do I get out with this yeah. now? Yeah. And um, all day I've been like, oh God, but I have to say, as usual, chat has been absolutely uh, hopping and I've actually, I'm, I'm glad we did, I'm glad I did it now. Uh, it's good kind of, it's nearly like therapy, isn't it? You kind yeah. of talk, you talk about it and uh, yeah, look, we go again next week. Uh, Brighton should be uh, should be fun. Oh, fuck, I forgot we were playing them <laughs> away as well. Isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. Fuck, yeah, and we got them in the cup away. We managed to get through fucking wolves, disgusted. Look, they finish on a bum now. There, that's a Sunday round. Listen, we've been the <laughs> Sorry, back four. Normally, when you play them games, you win one, you lose one. So, we will yeah. know if we can get past wolves. Yeah, there might be something at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, an away game of Man City. Um, right, lads, it's been a pleasure. We've been the fat back forward. We'll talk to you all again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.